Hello and welcome to the Nashville Daily Podcast. I'm Stuart Deming. And I'm Aaron Pennington. Today marks the second anniversary of the March 3rd tornado that struck through Middle Tennessee. The question we'll be exploring today is, has Nashville truly recovered? We'll talk about all of this and more on Nashville Daily. Good morning, Nashville. And two years ago, if you um, were here for this, you'll remember this. If you are new to Nashville, you've probably heard about this uh, plenty of times. Um, But we'll have some resources today where you can explore this a little bit deeper. Uh, But today marks the two-year anniversary of the March 3rd, 2020 uh, tornado that swept through the entirety of Middle Tennessee. I believe close to 30 people ended up losing their lives over this tornado and was very destructive to Nashville as a whole. Thousands of homes damaged, hundreds, if not thousands, of businesses damaged, churches damaged, and a lot lost that day here in Nashville. And all of that before. The two days, I believe, or one day, I think no, two days before two days, the yeah. first confirmed COVID case down in Williamson County. Williamson County. Uh, so we'll just give a quick timeline of the tornado. So uh, March third, two thousand and twenty, at twelve forty-five a.m., there was an EF three tornado that touched down in West Nashville at John C. Toon, uh, caused ninety-six million dollars of damage just with the hangars and the airport. This is not including private damage. Uh, to the airplanes. Yeah, because one of those private jets is like Uh, 50 million. Yeah, give or or (laughs) take. Uh, The tornado made its way east into North Nashville, through Germantown, into East Nashville, Donaldson, Mount Juliet, Lebanon, all the way over to Cookville. Uh, The EF3 tornado basically was down for around 63 or 65 miles, and then it skipped and it uh, touched back down as an EF4, and that's the tornado that really affected uh, Cookville. Uh, But this tornado caused $2 billion of damage here in Middle Tennessee. Uh, I think the estimate was close to 9,000 homes were destroyed for that and over 350 businesses destroyed. Um, we're, we're going to kind of look at, at, at what is, it's been two years and, and is there still, uh, residual remains of the tornado? Has it still, has, has everything been cleaned up? Has everything been fixed? We'll talk about that here in a second. Um, but it is, is there's very fascinating. And this is the, one of the, one of the things that I really, um, really like about, uh, being able to talk about this stuff on the podcast and, and actually having this podcast back when the tornado, um, happened is you can, we can hear essentially a digital archive of this stuff. Yes. Plenty of news clips, plenty of all that stuff. Um, but here on the podcast, we like to have these long conversations where we can talk in depth about certain topics. Um, and so we have a lot of content from those days that you can check out at nationaldailypodcast.com. On today's episode, we have many, many of our podcasts. This is back when we were 
audio only, uh, but you can go back and all of those podcasts are embedded into our website. So you can take a look at those. So you can take a listen to what it was like in those moments, what we knew, what we didn't know, um, and really hear what Nashville was like during those times. And that's one thing that I really like about this. This is kind of like uh, when we did our interview with um, the, the folks at Fort Negley, we learned that while there was a civil war going on, there, there was, was a also a circus. <laughs> there was a circus <laughs> going on in downtown Nashville. And they, uh, in that battle, they tried to commandeer some of those horses <laughs> from the circus. But the, the, those horses <laughs> were afraid of gunshots. They weren't trained for war. And so when the gunshots were happening, <laughs> the soldiers on those horses ended up going the wrong way and not towards the battle line. <laughs> I mean, those are the things like you get to truly hear what Nashville was like uh, during during these times. And that's one thing that we hope that the podcast can uh, provide is kind of an accurate picture of what was going on uh, during that time. So that way you get right kind of a complete uh, story. So if you want to listen to those or if you've already listened to if you want to re-listen to them. Um, I'm sure we don't even remember what we said during that yeah, time. I need, I need to re-listen to them as well. Then you can uh, head over to the links in the show notes, uh, or, or just go to NashvilleDailyPodcast.com. Uh, also, in the uh, show notes or in the podcast website, we did a video, a 10-minute video on the some of the damage throughout Middle Tennessee. So you could watch yeah. that straight on our podcast website as well. Uh, we have five, five or six episodes on there. Uh, so it's a great place to learn. We have a few photos of some of the damage that we want to show here on this brief episode this morning. This first one, this was uh, the most iconic photo uh, the morning after the tornado. So this was probably taken around 7 or 8 o'clock in the this, morning. This one right here, there were some photos that were surfacing at, uh, at around 3 or 4 in the morning. Yeah of this place that looked like that. And so th this is the basement East in East Nashville. And this really became an iconic sign of hope for Nashville. The, I believe in Nashville mural. Uh, they ended up, uh, printing close to 60,000 t-shirts and giving that for donation relief for this. But that became a very iconic thing. Uh, this next photo that we're showing right now is over on Gallatin Pike. And this is a bunch of the U-Hauls that basically just flew away in the tornado. What's really interesting yeah. about the tornado in this part of East Nashville is Aaron and I, when we did the measurements on Google Maps and whatnot, this was exactly a mile uh, wide in diameter. It was, uh, uh, I mean... Holy cow. It was, it was big. That, that was a, that was a big sucker. I, the, the, the biggest, uh, the thing I remember most is there was that crane operator, I believe in Midtown. I, be, I believe he was building the uh, broad West building or the, Where, and he, building. Took the he took the video and he took the video mm -hmm. of the tornado and you could see it in the distance and he's in the crane. He's like, what do I do? Um, <laughs> that was a very a scary video, Yeah, uh, but it was a video that happened. So this, uh, this photo that we're showing now, if you're listening to this podcast, over to our YouTube channel, explore.nash. Uh, the photo that we're showing now, this is of uh, Roselle Parks, and this is the auto zone that was destroyed over there. And that Just one to the clarify, Roselle Parks Boulevard. Boulevard. Roselle yeah. Parks, she's not living anymore. Yeah, uh, but this is Roselle Parks Boulevard in Germantown, and this is the auto zone that's destroyed or that was destroyed right next to it was the Regions Bank, and that Regions Bank just reopened, I think, about three or four months ago. Yeah. All right, and this last photo, I believe this is the last one. Uh, this is the damage of the YMCA in East Nashville. Gosh, I remember this. This, this was, was wild. To this see. is right next to Five Points, and Five Points of, uh, of East Nashville was devastated. Uh, 
Boom Boss Pizza was destroyed, all Burger Up, all of those businesses were destroyed. And then immediately after the tornado, what, and what ended up happening is there was a ton of looting all throughout East Nashville. So just a lot of stories. So this photo was um, in East Nashville, right near the YMCA, but this uh, there's a telephone pole basically sticking up into the street. <laughs> yeah. Um that's a good photo. I think that's yours, doesn't it? Yeah, that's, all, that, all that's those cool. Are mine. Yeah. <laughs> that's a cool photo. Um, it, this this photo. I'm going to keep this up for a second. This is of an East Nashville home um, across from uh, a lot of the small East Nashville businesses at Five Points. So this is very close to that Five Points area, um, and this is a good place to start the conversation. Where this this home, uh, which has now been um, redone the streets that all the wiring has been, uh, replaced on the, uh, for the power lines, the home has been renovated. Uh, all the debris is cleaned up, but I mean, it's been two years. This is something where you think, you know, naturally is two years enough to, for a city to clean up from a tornado. And, and before an incident like this, you would say, yeah, sure. No problem. Two years. That's plenty of time. Um, but what's, what is the reality of this? How long does it actually take for, you know, not just a, an area like this home where it's a, where it's, it's on a big corner of East Nashville, but how long does it take for a city to recover? And this is the question that I think a lot of Nashvilleians were asking, you know, you kept driving around the Lebanon, Mount Juliet, um, and the East Nashville area. And you're like, Oh, they're still dealing with this. Yeah, it's there. There's still even even the the church that I go to, Crosspoint Church. There is still a giant hole in the ceiling in in the roof yeah. uh, at, at the, in their warehouse location. Not because they didn't want to rebuild, but because it took probably a year plus for the insurance side of things to actually start paying out, work itself out. Yeah. It's, it's also interesting because about a week later, a week and a half later after this incident, uh, the city went into lockdown mode. And so that may have definitely caused a ripple effect in timelines of yeah. reconstruction for the city. Things, you know, how many things got delayed just because of COVID? Things, not actual COVID, but like things but just the, got the, delayed in general. The, the supply lines, the construction crews, just there, there was so much happening in that time period. So I definitely think all of that affected the timelines of reconstruction and regrowth of Nashville. But what's really fascinating is still driving through uh, parts of East Nashville. And you're like, well, I remember when all these trees were here. Now all these trees are gone. Yeah. Or <laughs> you drive through Donaldson and there's still buildings and houses that still have tarps and stuff on their roof because yeah. they're probably still disputing uh, with the insurance companies to get payout. Yeah. A lot of uh, buildings, even not, not a lot of buildings, but several building, buildings on Gallatin Pike, uh, their windows are still boarded up. Yep. Um, it's, it hasn't been, uh, re redone. It hasn't been rebuilt. It hasn't been, uh, new windows haven't been put in. Uh, John C. Toon has, I would say has fully recovered. They rebuilt the hangers. Uh, if they have that new air, uh, air tower control center. Uh, so I would say that's been restored, but even the, the Tennessee state prison that was damaged over there, they're not doing any type of work on that right now. Right. Um, and then even in North Nashville, there's lots of areas of North Nashville that haven't even been touched yet, uh, from a recovery standpoint. Yeah. So, you know, for the question, has Nashville recovered? from the 2020, uh, tornado, I think is an interesting question. Um, 
I, I, I think uh, most have. Yes. Most have. Um, but it, it's still in a different spot from where, you know, I really th- thought it would be extremely possible for everything to be fixed within a two-year time span. But, Stuart, you're exactly right. With the, the delays that the pandemic caused um, and with the supply delays, with pretty much all of that stuff, plus you, you well, count even, even the, the insurance of, headaches. Yeah, even the cost of lumber during this time in the last year spiked dramatically. Yeah, and so it's just, it's, it's it was very, it's been very interesting to drive through these parts that have been affected heavily by the tornado and to still see the... Uh, the effects there um, when that was two years ago. Yeah. Um, the the place that has recovered the fastest is Germantown. Of course. Germantown yeah. um, has has majorly recovered from this. So Germantown, it, it, so it, the tornado literally went down Jefferson Street and the apartment complex is right there on Jefferson Street. Some of them, the roofs of the apartment complex were literally lifted off the building and then dropped down. Uh, and there are stories that we have on our YouTube video that we posted about this. Uh, it just started literally, the rain started coming in and then the water sprinkling system in the building basically flooded all of these buildings. And so Germantown has definitely recovered. And it's really fascinating because all of those apartments were, uh, apartment buildings were condemned and they feel like, I feel like they reopened <laughs> like six months afterwards yeah yeah uh, <laughs> hopefully all that gets disclosed to people who are coming into town and moving there yeah uh just see if your apartment's <laughs> been damaged beforehand uh yeah. but what's really what's interesting is we had these storms back in december that really affected massive parts of of arkansas west tennessee and kentucky and um it's going to be interesting to see how the recovery is different between Nashville tornado in 2020 and the tornadoes that happened in 2021 in Kentucky and, and West Tennessee. Yeah. Cause they are still dealing with supply chain issues. Yep. Uh, the and pand- they're still dealing with cleanup, correct? You were just in Bowling Green. Uh, yeah. They're still, I mean, yeah, there's, they are still in cleanup mode. Uh, places are still condemned. Um, I, I was driving in Bowling Green a couple of weekends ago and I was like, you know, usually there are a bunch of trees here. Why, yeah. you know, why is this, why, why has this been cleared? And then it's like, oh yeah. So that was the tornado path. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I saw all of the, the homes that have been hit by it. Um, and so it was interesting to see, yeah, they're still in the kind of the cleanup phase and determining what needs to be fixed, what needs to be torn down. Um, so they still have a ways to go before they're in the rebuild mode. I'm sure obviously some places are in the rebuild mode right now, but you know, it's, it's cleanup time there. Um, but they're still dealing with a lot of the issues that we were, they have a lot higher lumber costs than, than we did back in 2020. And, uh, you know, they've got supply chain issues with a lot of things. The pandemic probably is still has backlogged a lot of things yeah. from and, and years ago, a year ago that they may need now. And, and the feds, I think it was literally the, within the last week, they actually declared it a nat- like a natural emergency so they can get assistance from the federal government. So that took almost two months yeah. for that process to go through. Yeah. And so this is a it's a it's a learning curve to actually recognize what it takes to clean up from a major disaster. Um, you know, Dixon has been hit hard with a lot yep. in that area. And so, you know, to, to kind of understand, Hey, it's going to take five, 10 years for that city to actually kind of get back to probably what they were, mm-hmm. uh, pre tornadoes, pre pandemic, pre flood. I mean, you name it, they've probably, they've been through it in the last couple of years. 
Um, and so it's an interesting perspective. It's an interesting perspective to see probably what uh, happened with the 2010 flood and how long recovery could have taken for a lot of those things. I was mm-hmm. not in Nashville at that time, so I didn't get to really experience it firsthand. Um, but just how devastating um, and, and all these ripple effects that these natural disasters and these delays and, and things shutting down the, the ripple effects that that could have um, on these small towns all the way up to big cities like Nashville. Yeah. Uh, so let us know how you were impacted by these storms in 2020. If you were here in Nashville or if you were in another part of the country, uh, you can join our discord, which is literally on our podcast website. Uh, go to NashvilleDailyPodcast.com backslash connect. And uh, yeah, let us know. Share your stories. Leave a comment. Uh, if you're watching on, on YouTube, leave a comment on YouTube. Share your story with us. Uh, have you seen recovery? Are you still seeing recovery? What still needs help? We hope you guys have a great rest of your day today. And uh, let us know what you're thinking about today. We'll see you tomorrow. for listening to Nashville Daily. To learn more about today's episode, visit NashvilleDailyPodcast.com. And to stay connected, head to our Discord and you can find the link at NashvilleDailyPodcast.com slash connect. Nashville Daily is now offering tours. If you'd like to take a tour of downtown Nashville, head to the link in the show notes or find out more details at NashvilleDailyPodcast.com. Nashville Daily Podcast is an Explore.Nash production. Copyright 2022.